0: This FM Sports Rap.
1: 6.30 on S F M, South Africa's news and information leader. Hello and welcome to the Thursday edition of S F M Sports Wrap. It's good to be with you again. It's great to chat to you. And we're going to be talking uh, about a great deal of football. We've got some uh, golf and some tennis news coming up for you as well. But we are going to be chatting mainly about football. We'll catch up with uh, SuperSport United CEO Stan Matthews. SuperSport United currently top of the Absa Premiership standings halfway through the season. We'll find out what the plans are for SuperSport United. We'll also talk transfers. The transfer window open for only another five more days. Chad Clayton of Kickoff Magazine will join us And indeed we are going to talk Africa Cup of Nations With uh, the captain of Southern Africa's only team At the Africa Cup of Nations Willet Gatsande from his home in Zimbabwe Will be chatting to us in just a few minutes time Getting into your sports news though We'll start off with some tennis The Williams sisters, Venus and Serena Will meet in the women's singles final of the Australian Open While Roger Federer and Stan Varinka Met in a five set semi-final in the men's singles Tennis correspondent Chris Bowers Filed this report from Melbourne Park
2: there must be an invisible force that's driving Roger Federer. By all rights, he should be out of this Australian Open. He squandered a two-sets lead against his compatriot, Stan Wawrinka, and Wawrinka had break points in two separate games early in the fifth set, as Federer seems to have no way through his opponent's power game. But once Federer held to 3-2, Wawrinka felt the force, threw in a shocker and was broken. That was enough to see Federer home. He can also thank his lucky stars that he has three days to get ready for Sunday's final, as he has a leg injury that's clearly worrying him, and a comment he made in his on-court interview, that it accepts not being able to walk for five months to be able to give everything on Sunday night, may have been a coded way of saying he won't be fully fit. Earlier, Venus Williams outlasted her fellow American Coco Vandeweghe in a long three-setter, to reach her first final here for 14 years. And on Saturday, she plays her sister Serena, who emphatically ended the dream run of Miljana lucic Peroni. So this remarkable Australian Open has an all-Williams final in the women and Roger Federer in the men's final. All it needs now is Rafael Nadal to join him, and he plays the informed Bulgarian Grigor Dimitrov in tomorrow's second semifinal. Chris Bowers for SAFM Sport, Melbourne.
1: Football news, I escaped out of signed Zambian attacker Ubri Funga on a four and a half year contract. Meanwhile, Tundarol Zulu have signed former Arrows defender Kuznati Zita and ex kaiser Chiefs midfielder Pilani Trele. Further afield, Manchester United hold a 2-0 lead as they travel to Hull City to face off in the second leg of the EFL Cup semi-final, while Barcelona host Real Sociedad in the second leg of the a, 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 a 1-0 lead, rather, after their first leg uh, victory of the Copa del Rey quarter-final. Cricket news, it stumps on day one of the Sunfoil Series matches. Knights 360 for Five against the Warriors in Bloemfontein and then Titans reached 114 for 3 in a rain-delayed first day against the Cape Cobras in Centurion. Further afield, Australia beat Pakistan by 57 runs in the fifth one-day international in Adelaide while England beat India by 7 wickets with 11 balls remaining in the first T20 international in Kanpur. And that's where we leave you sport.
0: SAFM Sports Wrap.
1: SFM, South Africa's news and information leader. Let's talk uh, golf now. Leanne Pace hoping to uh, claim an unprecedented hat-trick in the uh, SA Women's Open and uh, is currently looking good at the San Lamia Country uh, Club. She's leading, but let's get details from golf correspondent Lali Stunder, who is on the uh, KwaZulu-Natal South Coast. Lali, thanks for joining us. Good evening. Uh, there. What, what's the leaderboard looking like at the moment?
0: Well, as you say, it's looking good for Leanne Pace. After struggling last week and finishing in a title six in the SA Women's Masters, she was in stirring form today. She fired a 6 under par 66, got off with a birdie at the first, knocked in three birdies in a row at 3, 4, and 5, added gains at 8 and 12, and uh, after a bogey at the 16th, uh, finished in a birdie flurry at 18. 6 under par puts her two shots clear of Monique Smith from Vancourt, um, who was also brilliant and even eagled the 8th on her way to a 68. Stacey Brachman is three under, and England's Kieran uh, Mafaro is in the mix again. She finished third at the Supersport Challenge, tied for second last week at the SA Women's Masters, and is currently lined fourth at two under
1: par. Uh, I've got to ask you, I mean, she struggled to that sixth place finish uh, last week, did Leanne Pace, but w- what changed for her uh, to, to make it out of the block so quickly this week?
0: Duane, we were very surprised because she had been training and her coach was out here, so we expected her. I mean, she was the outright favorite starting the tournament, you know, sort of top 50 world player, LBJ winner. And she just really battled. And uh, and people were saying, well, where is Leanne? She hasn't shown up. But what we subsequently have discovered is that she, for the three days of that tournament, played with a two-ball putter. She was giving it a try, and uh, Ashley Simon turned to her in the final round and said, can you please throw that thing away and go back to your blade? So she did that. She threw it away, put the good old trusted Scotty Cameron back in the bag, and I'm telling you, she was peppering the flags today with her irons, and the putts just kept dropping. Even when she had uh, quite long, long putts, uh, you know, 12 meters, 13-meter putts, she lagged it very, very close. So I think that the putter's not even heated up yet, and she's already making a huge impression.
1: Stick with the blade. Stick with the blade. Why are you going to the bigger (laughs) putters? (laughs) Lali Steiner, thank you very much for your time. Go and enjoy the remainder of the action.
2: Thank you, babe.
0: You're listening to Sport on SAFM, the next best thing to being at the game.
1: It's 36 minutes past six on SFM, or 24 minutes to seven, whichever way you prefer. But uh, Zimbabwe are doing South Africa proud. They're doing uh, Southern Africa very proud, rather, with their uh, performance at the Africa Cup of Nations. Uh, an opening day tour draw with Algeria. Unfortunately, though, managed to lose out to uh, Senegal by uh, two goals to nil in their second match, and then lost by uh, two-goal margin in a 4-2 loss to Tunisia in their final group match. But uh, Zimbabwe is still the only team to represent Southern Africa at the 2017 Africa Cup of Nations. And delighted to say we've got the warriors captain willet katsande on the line from his home in zimbabwe willet thanks for joining us uh, good evening good to chat to you hello how are you boy i'm very well thank you how are you it must be a good, great congratulations to represent the region but uh, now that you uh, now that the journey's over and done with how do you reflect on the the africa cup of nations
0: yeah i think uh...
3: First and foremost, i think I'd like to thank everybody for their support from the day one we started the campaign to for, for the qualifiers. Yeah, I mean to 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 take part in the Afcon is it's always a I mean a, a a great feeling to any footballer. You understand? Because if you're an African player, you dream of playing in Africa Cup of Nations, and to achieve that, it it, it was a pleasure to to us. the mean, players because if we could see the last time we qualified, it was I think 11 years ago obviously to be there again this edition uh, left us with more hunger to, 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 to push more for the, for the next uh, edition, which is 2019.
1: Yeah, indeed. I mean, you, you, you followed up uh, a good generation later from the side that made the 2004 and 2006 events, but all eliminated in the group stages, Willis. W- what do you think Zimbabwe football, though, needs to do to build on the success of this participation, this qualification for the Africa Cup of Nations?
3: The the the, the points you picked up is uh, it's about the continuity. and We do have a, a, a current group which are, which is doing well uh, and the national team and their irrespective clubs. Obviously, you know we need to keep the core of the team together, and also from 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 the the junior levels, we need to 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 develop. A, good and quality players, so that whenever this generation is going out there'll be the the, the 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 other other boys who are ready to take over from from the current generation. I think that's that's very key and also you'll be you'll be domin- dominant if 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 you set your structures very well.
1: Willard, when you look back at that first match, I think the, the, the two-all draw against Algeria was, it was a result that was celebrated almost as a, as a victory. And certainly you were, you were eight minutes away from claiming a win against uh, a against side that had the likes of Slimani and Brahimi and of course Mahrez who eventually scored the, the equalising goal. But how did it feel to come so close to beating that, uh, that Algerian side?
3: Yeah, I think you know the the the, the, the first thing the the, the Algerians did was was maybe because of uh, uh, we 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 were new in, in the tournament and when it's been long without qualifying for that tournament and, and also maybe the, the ranks so and oh, nobody knew about our style of play our philosophy and as we, we knew about. Uh, them because we, we we knew that they are dangerous, so obviously we were highly highly focused for uh, for that game. But unfortunately, we couldn't cope up with uh, with with the lady. At least because we also told us that if you can start on front foot in terms of uh, this AFCON I think we we were bound to get uh, our 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 results uh, is, is the way we wanted it to be. She was going to to quarter finals so. We started in with uh, positive energy. We pushed hard. We considered early, but it...
1: Well, we seem to have lost uh, Willard Gatsande from Zimbabwe. Uh, I think we better move on, but we'll hopefully we'll get him back on the line in a bit.
0: This is Sport on SAFM. Every supporter's greatest resource.
1: SFM, South Africa's news and information leader. Let's talk about contracts and transfers specifically now, though. Keeping an eye on the uh, transfer window that has been open for uh, a couple of weeks now is uh, Kegel writer, editor, all-round nice guy, Chad. Uh, Chad, thanks for joining us. And First time we're chatting to you uh, this year, so Happy New Year to you as well. Thanks, Dwayne and compliments to the listeners. Got to ask you, uh, before we do anything else, Ajax, uh, I see in the, uh, in the news again today, they made another signing. Aubrey Funga has joined now on a, what's it, four and a half year contract, I think, till 2021. Oh, yeah, so. look, this,
4: that's a, a really nice move for, for Ajax. Uh, we don't see deals like that often. I mean, we used to the two years plus one year option, yeah. three years plus two year option. So to give a guy, to show so much faith in a guy is, is really nice for Ajax and they've done well in, in strengthening their side since since the beginning of the season, actually, so uh, they must be happy with their dealings in the transfer window
1: thus far. Yeah, always important for a coach as well who hasn't started the uh, the season with a team to to allow a little bit of his sort of stamp of approval to go into the the players that are coming into the camp, I suppose, because he's he'll have a, an idea of what he wants, what he doesn't want. And this is the second Zambian that they've uh, signed, and I think they're still uh, assessing Bumani Manana, if I'm not mistaken.
4: Yeah, they've obviously announced uh, Rodrik Kabwe uh, earlier this year. Uh so that's that's the second Zambia Um and um yeah look on, on on the point of this break being um coming at the right time for for Ajax obviously uh benzo joined after Roger left Midway through through the first half of the season. So um yeah there's been talk already that the players are enjoying the time with him, uh obviously getting to know what he expects from him. Um uh, it's not easy coming into into uh into the fore when when the season is at its at its uh, prime already, uh, a few games in, and you're under pressure obviously to pick the team up. You remember uh, Ajax were, were down at the bottom in the in the first few games, so uh, this will definitely be a, a much needed boost for them, um, especially with the signings um, Menzo has been able to make. Uh, we know some uh, Ajax don't have the biggest budget, then, and for them to be able to uh, add to their to the squad to just to to give Menzo something to work with is obviously a good thing for them at the end. Surely it will bode well in the second half of the season. So, yeah, looking forward to what I can bring in the second half. Uh, obviously, they're going to be a much different side uh, with Menzo being able to implement uh, some of these strategies and then the players getting to understand him during this break. So, yeah, they'll, they'll definitely be, be happy with that.
1: Okay, let's talk about some other clubs now. Uh, the, the one that has intrigued me though is the, uh, the situation with the Chipper United Orlando Pirates transfers with the players shuffling between clubs because it seems that we know a little bit more about the player transfers than the players involved seem to know about what's actually going on. Uh, uh, have yeah, you I consulted look, from the best of your knowledge to the best of your knowledge? I can't say I'm surprised. Um, I don't know, um,
4: people might remember that in the beginning of the season, uh, um, I think it was Men- Menzi. Menzi was uh, on his way to the Olympics and all of a sudden there's been a transfer announced that Menzi's going to Chita and when contacted or, or asked about the move, Menzi had no idea it was happening and mm. eventually he actually, he was basically forced to go there because the two clubs had agreed and-, and what could he say? So, uh, this looks like another similar case to that. Um I don't know what Pirates are trying to do. I mean, the shock is obviously including Justice Jabalala and in this whole thing. Uh, we know Selo Jasta and of course uh, Nati and Tiani and uh, Mokondolela haven't been really given a chance but uh, Chabalala actually have, have only lost one game which was the welcome knockout semi-final when, when Chabalala actually played. So that was, was the big shock but we know that uh, James Okuosa was was their target for since last season so um, they must be happy to get their man but obviously you must be thinking why would they then give one of their best performing defenders away to, to, just to invite another one who's, who still has to show his mettle at, at the top club in, in the PSL. So, uh, yeah, it, it comes as a surprise and I'm sure Pirates fans will have a lot of questions around that. Uh, obviously at this point in time, uh, there's still a stall on, on, on the old Chabalala issue as you've seen with, uh, Kickoff has reported that he's, he's still training with Pirates. So there's a bit of a, uh, um a lag in in that transfer deal so we'll have to see how it pans out and obviously the club aren't forthcoming on, on what the reasoning is behind it and also whether this thing is going to cost him uh the, the whole deal if the deal is going to fall through or what's going to happen with, with Chabalala not knowing that he's he's going and now there's the whole issue of in-store training with the club so they've definitely got a, a quite a few uh questions to answer and uh there were five days to go. Everything will, will, will all come unfold in, in the next few days, so we'll be keeping a keen eye on that.
1: Yeah, speaking of uh, questions, though, the Keegan Dolly situation has got to be one of the talked about uh, transfers, but it's become more of a debacle than a simple transfer, hasn't it?
4: Yeah, look, as a South African you must feel for, for Dolly, obviously, and, and South African football as a whole. It's never nice when, when things like these are, this is happening, especially when we're talking transfers on an international scale. I mean, uh, Montpellier is, is based in France and obviously the French media are also following the situation and they must be, I mean, they must be clueless regarding what, what's the issue here. And, and we right here the Sunlands' noses and we don't even know what's going on. So, but as far as I understand, I mean, uh, Sundowns are well within their rights to, to, to block this Dolly move because the buyout clause is, is still, it's dependent on, on the clubs agreeing uh, the exact terms and as Sundown has previously stated obviously they, they aren't willing to accept this whole transfer fee and installments and things so that's probably the hold up in this deal. But uh, as we as we know Dolly's well as I've heard, Dolly's in, in France negotiating and and um all things seem to be set on East side. it's just Sundown's holding back so uh, with five days to go. There's another thing we'll have to wait and see how it unfolds and, if this move actually happens, but definitely as a South African, you must feel for this whole thing, whether you're a Sundown supporter, a Pirate supporter, the Sundown supporter. Uh, but as a Bafana supporter, obviously, you, you'd want a player to move to Europe and and be given that chance to, to showcase his talent on an international stage. So, yeah, disappointing, but uh, we, we'll just have to hold thumbs up for the best for Keegan and, and uh, see how this whole thing unfolds, and hopefully Sundowns will be able to shed light If the deal goes through, they'll be able to shed light on what the hold-up was, or if the deal falls through, then uh, they'll also hopefully be able to say why why, why it happened and why it didn't happen and, and what exactly was the deal behind the whole story.
1: Now, in terms of uh, speedy resolutions, obviously we'd want a speedy resolution to that, but there there, there are a couple of uh, concerns I have about some of the, the bigger clubs or richer clubs or whatever you want to call them. They've uh, been awfully quiet in the uh, transfer window, but so far, have there been any transfers that have stood out for you?
4: Look, um, I think a lot of us are
1: forgetting that Big West
4: signed uh, Old Scott in the beginning of, of the transfer window. Um, mm. He's returned from Slo- Slovakia, is obviously, um well he transferred to Slovakia, it was obviously well documented when he went when he left Ajax. uh but coming back after a year uh I've managed to have a chat with him about it and, and the reasoning behind it seems to be that uh he wasn't happy with the conditions there obviously we know it's, it's very the racism in, in that parts of the world are, are at the at the peak now, so I think he was feeling uh, uncomfortable but uncomfortable there. and then he was looking to return home, obviously, to be closer to his family, and and you don't want anything happening when you're so far from home, and he was all alone, so I think, uh, he will be totally opted for a move back to South Africa, which, Edvisbitt is not, is not one of the weaker teams, and, and obviously they're challenging for the title so, uh, he'll definitely be a, a good add to, to Gavin on squad. Uh, I know that they're playing in Africa as well, and, and they've got loads of talent in that midfield with, uh, Tabo Manar uh, Tabang Manaria and uh Tolum Lambo. But I think uh well, obviously there's there's Ben Machari and um Changase as well, but I think they don't have that that uh stocky midfielder we can we can fight in the midfield, uh especially when when you're looking at, at Africa, the conditions in Africa. You, the the teams you'll be playing against are, are obviously a lot more physical and, and much bigger in size. So Scott with his, his physicality will obviously bring a new dimension to that that midfield. I mean, uh, they are, they're still looking at, uh, Ejiki, uh, who was released by Sundowns earlier in the transfer window as well. Uh, and mm. the fact that they've got so many midfield, uh, guys there already, I'm not sure whether you'll be able to cut a grade there at, at, uh, But yeah, Vits have obviously been doing well in the transfer window. Uh, you'd, you'd understand that, uh, Sundowns have got loads of quality and Chiefs. Uh, making all those signings in the beginning of the season, they're not particularly active. Uh, except for the, the, the striking department, which is lacking obviously this season. So I'm surprised they, they're still assessing trialists this late on in, in, transfer window. Um, but yeaah, there's not been that much to talk about. Obviously, uh, there's been a lot of activity down in the NFD as well but uh, January is always known for for the smaller teams to strengthen their side. Their squad, obviously, looking at the second half of the season, you don't want to be fighting relegation. So they're trying to get all the fringe players from the big clubs, and and that's basically what's happened uh, in the January transfer window so far.
1: Yeah, indeed it has But I'll tell you what Gavin Hunt has also Very wisely used The transfer windows In his uh, coaching career In South Africa But Chad, great time against us Thank you very much For your insights and opinions And uh, go enjoy the season When it gets back underway And enjoy the remainder Of AFCON as well Yeah,
4: thanks a lot Dwayne uh, Good evening to your readers I hope everyone has A, a blessed
0: 2017 and, and all the best SAFM Sports Wrap.
1: Well, lovely to say that, uh, I think to the joys of uh, live radio, every now and then, uh, calls do crash, but we have got the uh, Warriors captain, Willard Gatsunde, back on the line from Zimbabwe. Willard, thanks uh, for joining us again. Uh, can I just get back to uh, one thing while we were talking about transfers? Have you signed a, uh, have you signed a contract extension with the of Chiefs yet? I mean, not, not
3: yet. Uh, I mean, uh, I'm still waiting for any contract. I mean, I remember I, was, I, I left, I, just, I mean, as soon as we finished the game. I finished, uh, got in, got in I was in the and I went straight to a national team to do to perform my national national duties. So that the two days before, I think by now, uh, maybe they, they were in contact with my my representatives.
1: Well, there is something I do want to ask you about. Uh, I believe you are a very charitable man. My spies tell me that you. Are giving away a great deal of money to people close to you? Uh, can you tell us about your uh, rather charitable endeavour that you've done with half of your bonus money?
3: Yeah, because you know normally I, I normally uh, cater for for village tournaments tournament in every every year in June and you know, all during all season. So this time I decided to not to just help my people from my village where I came from in. In my rural areas to, to buy the, some grocery. So I'm going to use the half of the, the amount I got from AFCOM to, to just say thank you for the support and also it be, it's, it's, it's a, it's a special time for me because I'm retiring from international football because they, they know they're always looking to, to, me, to, 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 me. We, our, our is uh, live on the radio in Raleigh has, you know, so obviously they always hear my name, whenever live, we play for national Team. So to me now, since I'm, I'm retired from international football, there's no way they're going to hear my name again. So I just try to share with them the last moment for them to just say thank you for everything. Thank you for the support.
1: Uh, it's very honourable indeed. We thank you very much for everything and for representing Southern Africa, the Africa Cup of Nations. Thank you for making time to chat to us tonight, and well done again.
0: Okay,
3: thank you very
1: much.
0: This is Sport on SAFM, every supporter's greatest resource.
1: So South Africa's news and information leader now, let's talk uh, domestic football. And, and the uh, side that is currently top of the APSA uh, Premiership standings is Supersport United, the side that's uh, also ran all the way through to the final of the Telcom knockout. We've got the CEO of Supersport United, Stan Matthews, on the line uh, to catch up with the club currently top of the standings. Uh, Stan, good to chat to you again. Happy New Year.
5: Yeah, Happy New Year to you and to the listeners and, uh, good to be on the show again.
1: I'm not sure how long I'm allowed to keep saying that, but, uh, but it's, just, it is the first time we're chatting I, I, at I least. Th- I think you got a <laughs> license maybe for Fifth, so- until the January transfer window closes, <laughs> how about that? We'll, 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 exactly. We'll talk, in, phase, no more, no we we'll talk in football terms. But I, I do want to ask, I mean, top of the standings at the, uh, the, uh, at the Christmas uh, break and Africa Cup of Nations break, I mean, I suppose this Africa Cup of Nations break is a little inopportune when you consider that there was some momentum swinging your way. But uh, what's the club been doing in the meantime to, to maintain that sort of uh, presence and hope that you come out with a similar sort of momentum and uh, impetus in the second half of the season?
5: Yeah, we had a, we had a good uh, 2016, to be honest, uh, you know, winning the Net Bank Cup in May against yeah. Pirates in, in quite a classic final and, um, turning our situation around to maintain our top eight record, you know, 16 consecutive top eight finishes. So we were very happy with that. Um, we said at the start of this season that we want to be contenders, whatever that means, and, and, and try and compete. Okay. We fell short in the Telcom Cup, but, Look, first isn't really a true position at the moment for us. I think, you know, Vets have got games over us and Sundowns have got five games over us with only six points gap. So I think realistically we're looking to say, OK, if we can hold on to that third spot for a while and um, give ourselves a chance in the last six games. You know, it's so tight in the PSL that I think any team that, that has a five or six game uh, winning streak will slug um, we'll it out um, for the final, and that in- includes Chiefs and Pirates and Vits and Sundowns ourselves, um, Cape Town uh, City. So, as usual, an, an exciting uh, prospect for for the PSL's uh, domestic season.
1: Yeah, and all, all those top teams are going to be competing on the continent as well, bar Cape Town City. Um, I mean, you know, I, I think back... Uh, um, Jeremy Brock, you were chatting to him not too long ago and he was mentioning that after Pirates run to the final in 2015, the Confed Cup, and Sundown's winning the Champions League last year, that he, he actually can't wait to play in the CAF Confederations Cup. But How much focus are you putting on the Continental campaign? I
5: think to be fair, uh, you know, we don't have the depth of squad um, to be able to field at Sundown's two teams, basically a domestic team and, a, and an African team. We, we, don't, we just don't have that uh, capacity. So, you know, for us, we have to be a little bit more sensible. Our first round is against Madagascar and uh, a Madagascan team, and we feel that we should have enough in the tank to, to, to overcome that, hopefully, um, we're giving some of the big, you know, the lead guys a break. And if we can get into the second round and we play against a team from Sudan, which will be a little bit tougher, so then, then maybe, you know, Jeremy can can start reaching for those aspirations. Everybody in the club would love to have a silver star, gold star, any kind of star. But to be blunt, Africa is hard. Um, it's taxing. You need a, a, a squad with depth. And um, and if we have to make a choice between having a real dart at the championship, which right now we don't think we have because of Sundown's uh, numerical advantage and Vitz and strength as well. But if we're still there in four or five games' time, then... You know, we have to be circumspect about how we manage our players and how we put them into stressful situations by overplaying them and, and we're not going to do that. So we'll try and balance our resources and, um, and see what we can do, how far we can go. Uh, obviously the further we go, then we'll start, you know, putting the big guns in.
1: Okay, you're talking up vits uh, and Sundowns for the league, and, and certainly you're saying you'll, you'll see how it goes in the CAF Confederation Cup. But as defending champions, then in the Nedbank Cup, surely that must be an, an area of focus and, and part of Stuart Baxter's mandate, as it were.
5: Well, Stuart hasn't got a mandate, but I think everyone in, in at Super Sports United has an inner drive. Um, no team's retained the Nedbank Cup, and that's something we'd really like to to, to make history. We like having little milestones um along the way, we were the first team to compete in five domestic cup finals in a row. We were the first team uh, to win the, the PSL in this area three years in a row. And we'd love to be the first team to retain the Net Bank Cup. So that's also a priority. So, you know, you're looking at the league and you're looking at the Net Bank Cup and you're looking at Africa and you just can't fire on, on all fronts because in the end, you're going to conk in and get nothing. So as things go a little bit further, it's still early days. We'll take the next five or six games, see how handily positioned we are and, and, you know, if we, if we're out of contention in the league because we've slipped up and Sundown to have played their games in hand and pulled clear, then maybe we'll, we'll start focusing a little bit more attention on trying to retain the Ned Bank Cup and, 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 and making our way to a final in africa
1: stan i do have to ask you about your uh, your your academy your your feeder uh, uh, structures i mean there's there's always youth players going on trial in europe uh, some getting signed but w- what's behind this increased success in your uh, development structures
5: well uh, we've always had a good academy i think over the past 15, 15 years we've really turned out a a lot of players that are playing in the PSL, over 60 players that are playing in PSL and NFT clubs that have come from our academy. So it, we've got good people that have been with us a long time and we've had good partnerships with the likes of Fionnr of Rotterdam and Tottenham Hotspur and the Royal Back Football Association. So we've, we, we're we very excited about the partnerships we've had that enable us to give the kids a head start and hopefully do the country proud and you know ultimately make their way into the first team like Ronwyn Williams has and like Benwin Farmer has. Um... You know that, that's the kind of success stories that that we want to have. So, you know, please God, we'll be able to to continue doing that.
1: Well, Stan, time is against us, unfortunately. But thank you very much for your time, and certainly best of luck as uh, you get back to the second half of the season.
5: Thank you very much, and all the best to the viewers. And can't wait for the domestic action to uh, recommence and and give everybody something to look forward to week to week.
1: SAFM Sports Wrap. Uh, that's what we're gonna have to leave it. It's uh, only a handful of seconds till the top of the hour. Now, uh, Lady Muller is gonna be up after the news of the talk shop, so uh, don't go anywhere. And then uh, Janet Whitten on AM Live tomorrow morning. More Sport. Brad Brown, back in between 6.30 and 7 tomorrow night on SFM Sports Rep. I'll be back on Monday, but from the uh, PSL uh, radio show team, it'd be uh, the Sports Rep team tonight. Siobhan Sh- Chetty, the producer, me, Dwayne Delocker. Have a lovely evening. Cheers. It's 7 o'clock.